It's time for Friday Follies, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Chatter and lore. I'm Andy. I'm Andrew. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. And we are the creators <laughs> of Rude Alchemy. Chatter and lore is that special place. You guys know this, don't you? Do they know it by now? This is where we. If they don't, they're, we're going to get an angry iTunes review about how disappointing they thought that this was a radio serial right, right, program fine. and it was just a bunch of idiots. The Chatter and Lore <laughs> gabbing. is that special place where we talk about Rude Alchemy, who we are, why we're doing it, and also tell some stories that will expand the ridiculous universe we're creating. And if this is the first episode of Rude Alchemy you're listening to, don't worry, they're not all like this. Uh, we also have um, our real show, and the one that's the one that's on right now on the feed is called The Buffoon, and uh, we have the first two episodes up and available. Um, in this episode of Chatter and Lore, we'll be uh, talking buffoon. Uh, we'll be playing some game from Andrew, and we're going to have a story from me. Andy! <laughs> yeah. yeah! So shall we, uh, shall we start talking some buffoon? Let's buffoon it up. All right. I call on Andrew to ask the first question. <laughs> oh, it's good of you to do that. You're welcome. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I guess uh, I'm, I'm supposed to ask a specific person a question. And the fact that we always need to take about three minutes to establish this thing that we do every single time we do this is a little ridiculous. But, uh, but we're, I'm going to do it anyway and be like, do I ask the group a question? Do I ask the person a question? And it's mostly just stalling to think about a question, even though we've known we were going to do this for weeks. Here's my question. And it's not about, well, I guess it is. Um, we originally were, were trying to get out the third episode and the finale. I guess we should say the third episode is going to be the final episode of The Buffoon. Um, but we had uh, an expected visitor, uh, hence the reason for, uh, for doing a chatter and lore to give us a little more time. Uh, so just, I just want to ask Tom, like, how's, how's your life? How's, how's, how's it going? My life is just wonderful. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, my beautiful which is ev- everyone <laughs> which is everyone that's right my 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 beautiful wife gave birth to our second daughter ruth agnes yeah babe and that she arrived on july 17th a whole week early oh so who, who, is, that? She is. who is that oh you heard her you heard her yeah yeah, yeah. so you might want to you might want to pick her up tom you can't just yeah, leave her anywhere the baby? <laughs> <laughs> i'm watching the baby 
Oh, no, Ashley's, Ashley's going to feed her right now, and then I'm going to watch her after, uh, so Ashley can go get some sleep. And my question is, may I watch Ashley feed her? <laughs> That's just, oh, you, you know, her father listens to this podcast. <laughs> oh. Oh, boy. Oh, well, since God. Andy's editing it, he can just edit that question. <laughs> and that would make Ruth his niece? <laughs> What? <laughs> we'll edit that out too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> great, great question. Yes. Great my, answer. My, from my Tom. life is wonderful, though. Yes. Thank and you. now it's Tom's turn to ask a question. Um, you know, I will say real quick that the reason Ruth came a week early is because she knew I had to write the third episode, and and I hadn't done it yet. <laughs> she bailed you out. <laughs> so she was like, "Don't worry, Dad. I got this." Um. Oh. I suppose my answer will be, uh, my question will be to uh, Whalen. Um, and I was curious, <laughs> this is not a buffoon-related question at all. Shocking. <laughs> but I was curious, Whalen, when you're, when, uh, Whalen, uh, uh, not his fault, Whalen had some technical issues with his phone. And so I was wondering, when you finally got your phone to turn on, um, and you saw that I had been texting you throughout the laboring <laughs> that my wife was going through... <laughs> Did you have a thought, like, well, as you're reading those text messages, like, did you think, like, this is incredibly inappropriate that he was texting me in between his wife's contractions? None of them popped up. I'm, I'm just learning of these texts right now. Uh, oh, come could, on. If you could forward them to me, I'd love it. No, let's, we're going we're gonna to cut all of this out because none of this is fun. I'm going to ask a whole new question now. Edit all that out. I have nothing. Um, Andy, mm-hmm. how's... how's <laughs> How's your life going right now? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Next question. My, uh, are you are you referring to the fact that my wife is is knocked up? I was. I didn't know if you wanted to say anything about that, but no, I don't. I don't. I don't want people to. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna, cut, we're gonna, we're gonna cut this out. New cut question. All this. New question. We're still we're still trying to figure out who the father is. So. Oh. <laughs> Um, I'll ask a question. I still, will... I can't get a, oh, sorry. What? What? I just can't get the, the image out of my head of, like, Andy demanding <laughs> Ashley, Tom's wife, to, to keep eye contact with him the entire time <laughs> while she's breastfeeding the child. <laughs> yeah. Was this something that already happened? What do, you, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Or is that just the way you imagine it happening? Don't look at the baby, Ashley. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> Uh, okay sorry mr gonzalez oh ryan wait you already had a question asked to you andrew Uh in the podcast whalen's question didn't count whalen's question oh okay go ahead and then i asked you ask your prepared question ryan no you had a question oh (laughs) andy asked the question should but I you ask- said you were going to ask Whalen a question, and then you said, oh, Whalen's already had a question asked to him. And I said, no, I cut that out. I'm asking you. you I asked you how your life was going. Okay. <clears throat> Either way, I'll ask it to Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? In the web podcast series, The Buffoon. Mm. <laughs> um, l- l- what? What? Um, 
We're we're laughing at that because we off before we started recording. Andy Andy revealed that it took him about two full minutes to remember what the name of the season that we're currently doing is. Yeah. Yep. And our few mm. remaining fans even longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, the buffoon. Um, so it's like kind of you know what do you feel are the deeper? No, that's too that's too deep. What what? Um, if you could be a plague clown or a buffoon, a buffon clown, which would you be and why? Mm-hmm. I would be I would be a plague clown because it seems like uh, Henri is just working his way through uh, all of the buffoons and just giving them the old uh, one two. So the plague clowns at least got to have a, a really exciting adventure together without getting sniped one by one as they went. So there you go. I understand. You would not want to be taken out somehow by Henri. Well, I mean, we haven't gotten, we haven't done the, the finale, obviously, but it's just like, you know, he's uh, he's a devious little guy. Fantastic. Some- Did everyone ask? Yep, we're good. No, Whalen hasn't asked a question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, well, uh, this is a question about writing. I'm sure we've talked about writing before. I think we've talked about how you know we don't try to be funny. It just kind of comes, that type stuff. But this is a little bit more basic. <laughs> yeah, we're just naturally funny. No, no, no. We, no, we no, don't no, have no. to try it. <laughs> not, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, you guys are always, you know, it's like, oh, I don't want to do the editing because that takes too long. But the writing, oh, no, no, that's fine. With me, it's like, oh, God, this is this is horrible I, I when you guys force me to write. Um when 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 you're actually sitting down and writing i mean are you is it just just coming out are you outlining at all are you uh, does an idea pop up you know during the week that you write down or is it just you you could just do it in that session and come up with the, i mean i i'm not talking about the outline i'm talking about your actually when you're writing the script this is uh, who are you asking this yeah. yeah well mainly Andy and Andrew, but Tom too. Oh, what? Boy. Oh, <laughs> what? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <sighs> well, who? I'll go first. I sit there and I look at the pl- I look at the blank screen, and then I have a panic attack, <laughs> and then I and then I do I do something else for an hour and a half, and then I go to bed, <laughs> and then I and then I wait for the text messages from Andy and Andrew to come in saying, "Have you written anything yet?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I sit down and I write really, really fast and pray to God that some of it makes sense and is a little bit funny. All right. That's, That's a good, good approach. Actually. Yeah. I mean, I think what, it, the lead story editor does a lot of the hard work in that yeah, they have to right? outline. Yeah. You know, we, we write, for, I think we've said this before, but we write from the outline and the, and the lead story editor is the one who writes the outline. So, But you're adding uh, in a lot of stuff too. I mean, yeah, there's the core elements, but then there are some bits and different stuff that, that comes in. I mean, is it just... Is it kind of a spontaneous thing for you, or I mean, is it, or are you thinking of these things ahead of time? Or I don't, Andy. What do you What do you do? Um, other than the outlining, um, it's spontaneous. But like, I guess I have the outline up on one screen of my two screens, and just look at that, and then look at the page I'm writing on, and yeah, I don't know. It's a very boring answer. Um, that no, doesn't really answer your fine. question. I, I guess I I like 
I like that there's an outline because it makes me feel safe and then just do whatever. <laughs> the story yeah. I wrote today was with zero forethought. That that was just I just sat down with a blank page. So you you tell me whether you like that better or some of the other stuff I've done. Okay. Well, that was a great segment, everybody. I, yeah, baby. I, I don't know how we'll get better than that. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so tired. All right, let's play, let's play Andrew's game. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, so I have for us uh, another edition of Who Said That? Oh, I believe uh, Andy was the one who in, who came up with this game originally, but uh, uh, we haven't played it in a little bit. We've been doing more sort of weird history, so here we go. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, a quote from a from a famous person, and I'm going to give you two options uh, of who said it, and you're going to tell me who you think said it. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to keep points with my uh, pen and paper over here, and the winner is the best and the loser is humiliated. So here we go. The first quote of who said that is revenge is sweet and not fattening. Who said that? I'm I'm not going to do that every time. Uh, (laughs) Was it Alfred Hitchcock Mm. or Truman Capote? Mm. Revenge is sweet and not fattening. Andy? Both portly gentlemen. Uh, I really believe Philip Seymour Hoffman would have played Hitchcock had he lived long enough. Um, and I, do, I truly do not know, but I'm going to say Hitchcock. Hitchcock is Andy's answer. Ryan T. Who said that? Revenge is sweet and not fattening. Capote. And go ahead. I think he might. Must- he was oh. concerned. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was and saying Thomas. go ahead to me. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know, fuck it. Well, you could have said, Kane forgot my name. He could have said go ahead, Tom, and just made it clearer, but. <clears throat> Thomas. Um, what are the options? Uh, Hitchcock Al- and. Alfred Hitchcock Capote. and Truman Capote. Um, Revenge is sweet and not fat. And Wurtner said Hitchcock and Whalen said Capote? Correct. Obviously Hitchcock. Obviously it's Hitchcock. Uh, (laughs) Obviously. And Andy and Tom move up with one (laughs) point. And Ryan Whalen moves down with negative one. Mm. Because we play rude rules here. Who said that? All right. The next quote is, It is impossible to suffer without making someone pay for it. Every Every complaint already contains revenge. Once more, it is impossible to suffer without making someone pay for it. Every complaint already contains revenge. Who said that? Was it Winston Churchill or Friedrich Nietzsche? Ooh. I'm going to start with uh, Ryan this time. Nietzsche, Nietzsche. Okay. And Andy? Nietzschmeister. All right. And Thomas? It's a tough one because do I do I yep you know do I double down or do I uh-huh. go a different direction? That's right. <coughs> I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stay with Andy. I'm gonna go with Nietzsche. 
Michi. And everyone moves up All one. Right. Andy and Tom are at two. Whalen is at zero. Hey, well done, Sweet. Tom. Well done. Hey, mm-hmm. you too. You go. too, buddy. You too. <laughs> hey, Tom. Tom. Yeah. Just yeah, make sure yeah. you, you silent, silence your phone so you can't hear the texts on the <laughs> recording. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go. I, I got that. I got that. I... All right. Our next quote is, there is nothing in which people more betray their character than in what they laugh at. There is nothing in which people more betray their character than in what they laugh at. Who said that? Was it Goethe or Moliere? I'm going to start with Tom this time. Is Goethe the one without the, the, without the R? <laughs> it's actually, yeah. it's actually yeah, Goethe. Yo, yo, old Johan. Uh, yeah. Old Johan. Johan Goethe. Goethe, yeah, Goethe. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Goethe. I believe, I believe, Goethe. It, I believe it has an umlaut, which <sighs> gives it that uh sound. Goethe. Yeah. It's an O-E, yeah. Swear to God. Goethe. God. Yeah, is it Goethe or Molier? <laughs> <laughs> or Molier, definitely. <laughs> definitely going to go with Goethe on this one. Goethe, okay. And Andy? Pride Goethe before the fall. All right, and Ryan? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I love this game. Oh, I <laughs> Truly hate it. I truly hate. There is nothing. Any there is... type of game where Andy is involved. <laughs> oh. Tom's um, been just as mean as me. Uh, I guess because there, so there is cuddly. nothing in which people more Mo- betray their character than what they laugh at. Moliere, oh, idiot, Moliere. idiot. Okay. What, what a loser. So Andy and Tom are at three. Is <laughs> at negative oh my one? Goodness. Uh, the next quote is a short one, so listen close. Mm. The best revenge in the world is success. The best revenge in the world is success. Who said that? Was it Donald Trump or Suge Knight? (laughs) (laughs) Neither of them are smart Uh, enough to have coined that. I'm starting with uh, Andy. Man, there's no way. Oh, shit. (laughs) I'm going to say... True to my gangster rap roots, Suge. Suge Knight. Uh, Whalen. I just watched the Defiant ones, and, uh, ooh, I don't know if Suge Knight said that. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Dre would have told that to Suge Knight, Suge Knight, you know, being the... <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Can I change uh, my answer? Um... Uh, Best revenge. So your answer is, is oh come the, on. The best revenge in the world is success. Oh, you know what? I'll just you know I'll I'll let Andy have his little fucking bullshit happiness, but I'll, I'll say Donald Trump. Donald Trump, current president of the United <laughs> States of America, and uh, Thomas. You know, I did, you are, You're the last. I just realized that all of these quotes that you're using have have a, have that revenge theme in them. Yeah. You're picking up on my buffoon yeah, theme. Very good. Very good. Thank I would you. not have done that much effort, uh, done that much work. <laughs> I spent some time. You know, you typed in revenge quotes, didn't you? Our president is a lovely human being. He's a great man. He's uh, he he doesn't he doesn't think about revenge. He doesn't care about that kind of thing. He just wants us to come together. Right. So I just don't think that he would have said something like that. It's not in his heart. And so I'm going to say should night. Suge Knight, and it was Suge Knight. Of course, Ah, of course it was. That puts uh, Andy and Ryan at four, and Ryan at negative two. You mean Andy and Tom at four? You said Andy Uh, and Ryan. I I beg your pardon. My name is Tom. Tom. 
I was, al- I was already trying to get ready to read the next quote, which is uh, a little bit longer. So here it goes. <clears throat> great men, great nations have not been boasters and buffoons, but perceivers of the terror of life and have manned themselves to face it. Once more, great men, great nations have not been boasters and buffoons, but perceivers of the terror of life and have manned themselves to face it. Who said that? Was it Ralph Waldo Emerson or Franklin D. Roosevelt? I think we're starting with Whalen this time. Uh, Emerson. Emerson. And Tom? Ugh. There you go. Don't don't give him Andy. <laughs> hmm. Andy, I see the little bubbles on my phone, but it's not coming through. <laughs> oh, uh, <clears throat> switch to Wi-Fi. <laughs> I just I just don't think that uh, FDR could have said something that um, that profound. So. <clears throat> I'm gonna go with. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Ralph Walt my good friend R-Dubs E. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Andrew? I'm going to actually Wood. part ways with Tom on this one and go with Franklin Duchovny Roosevelt. Duchovny! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was actually old Emerson, mm. so that puts Andy at three, mm. Tom at five, and Whalen at negative one. Wow. All right. Here Ouch. we go. I got two more, uh, two more in the regular round, and uh, if we don't have a tie, I'll just keep on going for my remaining. It's not ones. looking like we are. It's not looking like we this are. This is, uh, it's not looking so hot. <laughs> oh, but no. actually, there could be a tie between Andy and Tom. I got two more in the regular round. Here is the longest quote, but I think it's a pretty good one. It is unpardonable conceit not to laugh at your own jokes. Joking is undignified. That is why it is so good for one's soul. Do not fancy you can be a detached wit and avoid being a buffoon. You cannot. If you are the court jester, you must be the court fool. I'll read it one more time. I think that time. was the it's longest long. quote. You said the one before it is, that was the it long. is de- Yeah, this is It the was the longest one up to that point. It was the longest oh, one up to that point. Oh, I see. And this They're is just getting longer then. They're just getting longer. Well, this is the longest one, and it's dead in the middle, and that's exactly how I wanted it to be. So here it is one more time. <laughs> I feel like the first one un- was the longest one. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was revenge is sweet and not fat. Yeah, I feel you, like you the idiot, thir- the thir- you thir- idiot. The third tenth was, okay. was the shortest. Yeah, one. let's get this over oh. with. It is unpardonable conceit not to laugh at your own jokes. Joking is undignified. That is why it is so good for one's soul. Do not fancy you can be a detached wit and avoid being a buffoon. You cannot. If you are the court jester, you must be the court fool. Who said that? Was it Charlie Chaplin or G.K. Chesterton? Chaplin I can't believe you put a Chesterton quote in a whale in contest. Starting, listen, you know, he's he's the dirty. He's doing the worst it's right dirty. now. So, uh, Andy, go ahead. Uh, okay, Chesterton mm. or Chaplin? Ugh. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Chaplin. Okie dokie, and Ryan Whalen. Chaplin. All right, and Thomas. I feel like it's so obviously a chaplain that I'm going to say Chesterton. Smart. Smart. Nice. And uh, Tom is leading the board with six points. Andy is at at two, and Ryan is at negative two. Okay. Mm. So I'm just going to keep going. Mm. Uh, Andy, I'm sorry. Did you say something? We'll just see how this pans out. I think Andy's mic broke. Did he say something? No, did nothing? he say something? Yeah, no, he's just he's just really quiet. That's all. 
Oh, I don't, I don't know. This is the next quote, though, so he better get ready to talk. You, all right. You can fool some of the people all the time. Mm, I know. And those I already know. I already know who it is. You want to concentrate. Hitler. Uh, Anderson Cooper. You can fool, Cher. You can fool <laughs> some of the people all the time, and those are the ones you want to concentrate on. Who said that? Was it Mark Twain or George W. Bush? <laughs> <laughs> our, t- our two greatest wits. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, I thought you were going to go the other way. You know, you could fool some of the people some of the time and all the people. That was Abraham Lincoln that said that. Yep. That's not the one I did. That some is not the one you did. All of the time, and those are the ones you want to concentrate on. You can fool some of the people all the time, and those are the ones you want to concentrate on. Mark Twain or George Bush, Ryan? Mm. Oh. <laughs> Wait, which, which, which George Bush? George Herbert Walker. George W. Bush. George George W. George w. w. You know, I feel like this one's obvious, and I don't know it, and I can't. I don't, oh God. Oh. Is it? Is it? A, is it? A, I can't tell if it's a stupid quote, and the George Bush would have said it, or if it's a. Oh God. You can fool some of the people all the time, and those are the ones you want to concentrate. on. Can you do it in a George Bush voice so we can really hear if it's him? I, I Once we finish, I want Andy to do it in his George Bush voice, because his George Bush voice makes me laugh. But Ryan, you need to tell me right now uh, who is it. Uh, 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 why would, why would, uh, why would uh, Twain, why would Twain want to deceive people? He was kind of a, he was a... <sighs> oh, man. So your uh, answer is George Bush? Yes. George w. Yeah, Bush. George W. Bush. All right, thank you very much. And Thomas? I'm going to stick with my it's too obvious strategy here. I'm going to go with dubs. I'm going to go my boy, G-dubs. Dub, 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 dub. And uh, Andy, I just why don't you answer in George W. Bush's voice? Well, I will. I'll, I'll do that a little later. I, I just can't <laughs> believe that George W. Bush would end a sentence with a preposition. So I'm going to go with Mark Twain. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, interesting game. It was indeed George W. Bush. That puts Tom at seven, Andy at one, and Whalen at negative one. It's looking like it might be close for these last couple two to determine second place. Right, it's not close to determine first place, though. (laughs) That's all I got. That's perfect. Thanks. It's everything. All right. So we are now into uh, sort of the the uh, post-normal round territory. So I won. Uh, Yeah. Well, I got three more, so we'll oh, see. Okay. I, I have a feeling there's no way that they can come back. Well, no, that's true. You you have officially won, but uh, this will be to determine Thank you. our Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> second place. So, the next quote is this. We have to distrust each other. It is our only defense against betrayal. We have to distrust each other. It is our only defense against betrayal. Who said that? Was it Tennessee Williams or Taylor Swift? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, Tom, since you are... Our two greatest sex symbols. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tom, you get to go first here. I'm going to depart from my strategy thus far, and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm the obvious choice, because I would never want to choose Taylor Swift for anything. So I'm going to choose 10. 10 Z's, Williams Z's. Well, 10. Okay. Uh, Ryan? 
Now, when you're quoting Tennessee Williams, could this be a character in one of his plays? Like, is this, is that would you consider I think that a Tennessee Williams? I think that's quote, true for. This... I think yeah, I think that's true for any of the people that write you know fiction or drama. It can be a quote from a character, but it's attributed to, to them to since them. they're the author. All right, then I'll go with Tennessee Williams. Ten, and Andy. Um, I could just keep answering the same as Ryan and. Absolutely. And win. But what's the fun in that? Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go with my girl, <laughs> T-Swizzle. LT. Okay, so a very interesting turn of events. Tom is still just cruising at the top of his game with eight points, and Whalen and Andy are now tied at zero. It was Tennessee Williams. Tennessee Williams said. This cheating is really paying off. It's great. <laughs> All right. Are you cheating? That's all right. Well, um, obviously I'm cheating. Really? No, Kane. Okay, good. Because you have a baby in your arms. I, can't I mean, cheat I figured like it makes it exponentially harder. Well, uh, my defense, right. baby's still on the boob, but oh, okay, good. So two more quotes, and then we're done with mm. this game. The next quote is this: "Life is hard, but it's harder if you're stupid." <laughs> Who said that? Was it Michael Crichton or Michael Keaton? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm going to start with our India. third and seventh best Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think your tags for the choices are, are better than the game itself. Which one's which, though? That's what I got to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the quote again, please? <laughs> Life is hard, but it's harder if you're stupid. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Um <laughs> I really like that quote. Um, <laughs> either one of them could have could have said that. Oh, I'm gonna say but Keaton. Which one I'm did? Keaton. I don't think it's right, but oh. I'm still gonna say it. All right, old Batman, Birdman, Keaton. All right, and uh, Thomas. I'm gonna go with Crichton. God rest his Crichton. soul. And Ryan Whalen. Crichton. Oh shit! This is it, isn't it? Right. This is it. Okay, so we actually are going to need a tiebreaker. It was Michael Crichton who who said that, uh, or who a character no. said. I believe in in Next is that one of his novels? Oh yeah, that was a good um, one. That was a good one. So I thought I pulled ahead. Is, I thought I pulled ahead. You did this. Whalen is at one. Tom is at nine, and Andy's at negative one. So this next question is going to determine uh, where we all stand, and it happens to be the last quote. And here we go. I don't believe in revenge. When people are bullies, it's because of a deeper-rooted issue. Either their family life is tough, or they've been bullied by someone bigger than they are. Who said that? Was it Kim Kardashian or Khloe Kardashian? This is a perfectly uh, crafted game. <laughs> Thank you. Crafted. Thank you very much. Oh man. Uh, I'm gonna because of your fine compliment. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Ryan go first. Can you get the quote again, please? I don't believe in revenge. When people are bullies, it's because of a deeper-rooted issue. Either their family life is tough, or they're being bullied by someone bigger than they are. Than they are. Who said that? Kim Kardashian or Khloe Kardashian? Uh, I'll go with Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. And Andy? <laughs> Chloe. Chloe. <laughs> and Tom? Ashley, Kim or Chloe? <laughs> <laughs> Kim or Chloe? Chloe. 
Flurry. Is that the name of her, her breasts? Is it left and oh, oh. What a game we have here. Tom Hodgkin, I think for the first time ever, has a perfect oh, score on a Root Alchemy game. He has a ten out of ten. I wow. don't think we've ever I don't think we've ever done Never. that. Wow. Ever. Never. <clears throat> so your good luck charm in your newborn daughter, Thomas, has served it's you quite well. because they ate the placenta. And, uh, it gave him superpowers. And Andy and Ryan Whalen are tied for zero, and there's no more questions, so it's just going to be that. Tom is our dominant lord, and we all grovel at his feet. Tom, as, as the member with that? the largest penis, would you please uh, bestow second place? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, me or Kane? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Did you say me? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, <laughs> Ryan, on being as good as me. Thank you. I don't have anything else to say. You're welcome. Okay. Hey, you're both nothings. You're both nothing. Yep. <laughs> All right. I, just, I can't believe Tom did that well. I mean, just it's i can <laughs> absolutely yeah i can <clears throat> yeah i can i can too yeah now, now that i think about it <laughs> now that i think about it yeah, yeah. you're right you guys are right you just gotta you gotta let it sink in there for a second that's all <laughs> uh, kim and chloe kardashian our two um greek uh greekest uh, Greeks. They're not Greek. They're Armenians. Our two Greekest Armenians. I said, oh, I thought he said fleekest. <laughs> they're the fleekest. Yeah, they're on fleek. Yeah, no, I'm, Our fleekest I'm Greeks fleek is actually Greeks. pretty good. Armenian. If the Greek people out there haven't come up with the shirt yeah, that no, says no, no. fleek Greek, yeah. uh, maybe we should maybe we should supply you. Yeah. Why don't you just get it? <clears throat> Alright, let's move on. Some baklava. <sighs> Wait, are you guys going to do the story now? Tom, it's re- it's not s- very long. Are you sure you don't want to stay? And then we're just gonna do it. You don't have to if you gotta go. No, it's Ashley's. A- hold on, Ashley's handing me Ruth. I, I don't want to make it perfect. Hard for you. This is perfect. This is great. This is great. I actually have some some questions too. I forgot, Andy, that we can that we can do a little quick zip through at the end. Okay, you want to do that after? And uh, do you have Patreons prepared? I do. Oh, I got God all bless that. you. Just she sh- to ask her to she that she should do the dishes while you're watching debate instead of she taking actually, a nap. She already did the dishes. Can you believe that? Oh, she already did. The- bless her heart. I mean, I was I was giving Liberty a bath, but she is still. Mm-hmm. I'm holding I'm holding a week and a half old child in my arms. Aw. Oh, and she just smiles. Bless yes. her heart. Yeah, Andy, you unfortunately do have a bit of editing to do, so. Sorry. We can leave all this in. I probably won't. You never I do. I probably it. won't edit anything. This story is only very loosely um, the the buffoon universe. It's really not at all. It's just simply inspired by uh, the French aspect. And uh, what I have for you is a bit of uh, French absurdism. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> August pulled the cigarette from his lips with a melancholy exhalation. He leaned languidly against the cafe wall, his beret tilted unhappily. Mailed, he Frenched. 
He had just seen Claudette sidling in black and white into the cafe. A cigarette clenched in her cigarette holder, clenched in her teeth, clenched in her gums. He had not expected to see her so soon. Claudette's eyes scanned the room and, for a moment, almost imperceptibly. They flickered when they recognized Auguste, their bitter enemy. Then they continued on until they landed on an empty chair, slid godlessly against the gray cafe wall. With the utmost apathy, Claudette pooped her way over to the chair and sat with a tiny, soundless crash. Auguste rolled his eyes. This was so like her. Look at her, clenching her teeth in her gums and her cigarette in her cigarette holder and the same in her teeth. Beautiful, but terrible. Auguste sighed and lit another cigarette. Pardon moi? Claudette mouth queefed. Hmm? Oh, nothing, said Auguste. Just surprise, mo- <laughs> Just surprise Monsieur Bourgoyon still allows filthy eclair whores in this establishment. What? Establishment. What? Café. Oh. They both went back to smoking. Auguste, his tiny, effeminate cigarette. Claudette, her enormous, veiny cigarette. <laughs> what did you mean? Claudette said after 15 unbearably long, meaningless, futile years. Hmm? <laughs> Earlier, you said eclair whore. What is this? Auguste sighed and lit an even smaller, even more effeminate cigarette with a minuscule match he'd been keeping in his watchband for just such an occasion. An éclair whore, mademoiselle, is a prostitute who accepts éclairs as payment for her bodily services, as you well know. Yes, I did know that. I don't know why I asked. Hmm, replied Auguste as he lit a cigarette so small it was technically a cigarette-ette. <laughs> what is uh what is that? asked the filthy eclair cramming pastry slut. What is this? You are French. Surely you know that the, uh, Oh, I know what you're up to. What? asked Claudette coyly. Don't even try. It's too late. We've already begun talking about your cigarette et, which means we are already having a cigarette et tete tete. Fuck, said Auguste. <laughs> As he lit a cloud of tiny cigarette particles, he released from a thimble kept round his <laughs> pinky on a bronze chain. Claudette lit a cigarette as large as a sausage. You know, when the cigarette is that big, it is really a cigar. Hmm? Yes, I know. I didn't call it a cigarette. Right, sorry, I was talking to him. Who? This atrocious writer. He is the one that called it a cigarette. Well, I think he was being playful. Is that what you call lazy writing? Playful? Lazy? Hardly. Besides, I think he's kind of cute. Aha! That explains why you are defending him. Why don't you go on and have sex with him, then? I would if I were real, just like all the women he keeps in his imagination. Although I doubt I'd be the first choice. There's this dominatrix woman um, that's dressed like a Japanese schoolgirl and looks a lot like his mother that's always hanging around in here. She comes by a lot. Oh, is this uh, cafe his imagination? Is that what this story is supposed to be? 
I guess, whatever. He's clearly just doing, like, extemporaneous, like, stream of consciousness shit. He's not even really doing our voices anymore. Damn, has he really given up that much? Is this what Root Alchemy has become? (laughs) It was never that good anyway. I know. Trust me. I know. Then the writer entered the cafe with a huge tray of eclairs. The end. (laughs) Epilogue. And the epilogue is a um, Mad Lib, so I'm going to need your help for this, guys. All right, so let's so let's go around in order. So uh, we'll just go um, Ryan, Tom, Andrew. Ryan, a noun. Um, Come on. A, uh, oh, uh, 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 a casket. A casket. Tom, an expletive. An expletive? Yeah. Cunt. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Hi, Ruthie. <laughs> Andrew, a verb. <laughs> verb, Andrew. Verb, um, uh, proselytize. I'm going to write that phonetically. Um, uh, Ryan, noun. Um, uh, a, a carbon particle. Carbon particle. Uh, it's really an adjective. Uh, Tom, a feeling. Oh, fuck off. Tom. I'm sorry. A feeling. Undying love. Ooh. Uh, Good. Uh, who's next? Because that's what I'm uh, feeling right a now. A noun. A noun? Yes. Uh, uh, chapstick. Good one. And uh, a verb from Ryan. Um, Ending in ED. Uh Oh, with ending in ed. Yeah, you know, past tense, whatever. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, squirted. Ooh. Epilogue. August ripped open his shirt to expose his throbbing casket, and Claudette applauded. Her only thought was, "Cunt! I'd like to proselytize that carbon particle." Then the writer, groaning with undying love, pulled down his chapstick and squirted all over the eclairs. The end. <laughs> the end oh. for real. Uh, but not nice. really, because there's another nice. absurd thing. A summary uh, of the entire story, as told by a book being dropped near a microphone. Thank you, book. <laughs> Don't you think book did a nice job packet of paper clips? Oh, hey, <laughs> there's no need for that kind of language packet of paper clips. Book tried his best. And yes, Book is a he, I checked. Book has a huge penis. Isn't that right, Post-it Notes? Post-it Notes and Book had an affair. (laughs) What is happening right now? Oh, come on, Post-it Notes. Like, it was really a secret. The end for real, for really reals, except now I'll read an email I received today from my former internet service provider. Hello, Andrew. I am following up in an attempt to save you as our customer, and thank you for the time you spent with RCN. As an RCN escalated specialist, I can offer you brand new pricing options, additional incentives, and more. I will do my very best to make it worth your while to reconsider staying with RCN. What was your main motivating factor for leaving us? Please respond to this email or call me directly regarding your account. I look forward to speaking with you. I have a great offer for the same 50 megabytes per second at 4694. 
Would that offer work for you? Thank you. Name omitted. RCN account specialist. Phone number omitted. Toll free. Phone number omitted. <laughs> extension 1483. Monday through Friday, 1030 a.m. to 7 p.m. RCN is the number one PC mag top consumer recommended ISP for the second consecutive year. 2015-2016. The end? Question mark? Yes. What just oh, happened? This is the best. I think it's the best story we've ever had on it. Oh, on Shatter and Lore. Just... I almost dropped the <sighs> I almost dropped the baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, that was funny. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, that's kind of that's that was it. Mm-hmm. This oh, is a God. this is a, a shatter and lore of, of many great things. Tom got the, a perfect score on the game. Andy read a perfect story in the story section. <clears throat> yep, we should probably and, uh, yeah, it's stop okay. now. It, what's the uh, yeah, what's should. the questions you got? And Whalen's here. Whalen showed up. So <laughs> and Whalen is here. Uh, I have a couple questions. We can move through them. They're all from Ratia Kellyumson uh, via Facebook. Uh, the first question is, was the decision to go from what seemed to be a very strict five episode <laughs> season to fewer episodes? <laughs> A purposeful decision for programming purposes. Yes, <laughs> you're all just you're all you're all giving the answer before we even do this. Or did you just decide to let the story be organic and it's oh, yeah, absolutely. It was all about organic, yeah. you know. <laughs> it was about making the best podcast that we can absolutely. make. Absolutely, the highest quality. Commitment to excellence uh, is ne- what we like to call it here at Root Alchemy <laughs> Studios. Uh, the next question is. Uh, because I feel like we answered that pretty thoroughly. Why did you decide on a podcast as the platform for your storytelling, as opposed to a visual or live form? That's a lot. That, that even um, sounds like a lot more work. Well, N- uh, NBC had answer. an offer out to us. <laughs> um, That's right. We, posted we weren't that thrilled a, with a the two, terms yeah. of it, though. Mm. I think, Tom, you had some sort of really specific demands that they just weren't re- willing to meet. Yep. <laughs> No, I think, uh, you know, we, we did theater and, uh, and podcasting, like we're not skilled enough to do like a cartoon, which is, I think what we'd really would love to do. And so podcasting is for the people that aren't good enough to do, uh, any of the real stuff. So that's why we're doing podcasting. Mm. Uh, that's right. And as a, (laughs) thank you. Thank you for acknowledging the humor in my response there. Uh, the, the next question is related. Did you have prior podcasting experience? <laughs> of course we didn't. Have you listened to the show? <laughs> have you listened to any podcast that isn't produced by a, a major uh, radio network or public broadcasting corporation? No, it's just a bunch of idiots doing it on their own because it's cheap and inexpensive and they feel like they people will listen to them for whatever fucking stupid reason. So they just get up there and they buy a cheap USB mic and they plug it into their computer that has internet access and they just kind of do whatever the fuck uh, they you want. You forgot a very uh, important step. First, they go on uh-huh. a bunch of podcasting message boards and say, hey, guys, just getting started with podcasting. Any tips? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. I forgot about that. Um and the next question, where did you get the, if not, if we didn't have podcasting experience, where did you get the skills and equipment to produce it? <laughs> we went on a messaging board and we were like, hey, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> Got any tips? No, so, I mean, I, the I skills think are, are, are fairly minimal, I'd say. <laughs> Whalen, do you want to take, do you, Whalen, do you want to take that answer, actually? 
the mm. equipment we bought ourselves, um, except just, for Ryan, and we bought his funny. equipment for him. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you know, you, you are a true monster, Andrew. <laughs> a uh, true, oh, uh, utter um, monster. Yeah, this is all of these answers are sounding so so nasty. But that's true. But we're making fun of sorry, Rich, not you. We appreciate your questions. We we yeah we yeah we we hate ourselves. When people so hate themselves, is... it's as Khloe Kardashian would say. <laughs> when <laughs> it's, when people it's are bullies, because... it's because they're they're short or something. Yeah, the equipment was super cheap, uh, relatively speaking. We just bought a bunch of USB mics. Uh, we record like in our closets or in places where we feel like the, it's we can get decent audio under uh, under mix, under a blanket, you know, whatever. Under a get. blanket on a bed, laying down, like <laughs> Whalen did for I think the whole, the first three seasons we did. Yeah, um, and, and then just, we 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 edit <laughs> we edit them ourselves in programs like GarageBand and Audacity, and we use free sound effects that we find online um, or or uh, Creative Commons uh, sound effects that we can use. Um, Mike Hahn, who does some of our editing is like way more professional than we are. And he's like a real sound designer with like actual skill and, uh, capability. But otherwise we just, we just kind of decided we were going to do it. Um, our acting experience comes from all doing theater together. But other than that, we're just a bunch of idiots, obviously trying to do what we can. Um, the last question is specifically for Andy. Okay. Uh, so nobody else answered. Just wanted it. to add, um, but Andrew and I are working <clears throat> on our writing licenses, so we will <laughs> soon become certified to write. That's right. That's right. Soon we will be supposed masters of writing, which is just the most ridiculous thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, the question for Andy is: Do they teach you to stutter in theater school? Because that was pretty masterful. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I believe it was, um, my teacher, Stephen Dennis, uh, <laughs> I, I thought of a really uh, awful joke to make. I'll tell you guys offline. <laughs> um, uh, no, but thank you very much. I appreciate you you saying that. No, I, 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 I don't think, I, I don't feel like I learned much practical from, theater school like it wasn't a whole lot of like here's how you do this kind of accent or anything like that i think it was mostly theoretical which hopefully in turn somewhat improved my acting skills but i don't know Eh. yeah yeah you're perfect you're perfect just the way you are well let's not go crazy (laughs) oh sorry (laughs) all right that's it for the questions you want to shout out them patreons let me shout out these beautiful people. We want to say thank you to Tomb Depth Denizens Aaron Reichlich and Ricklick, Hunter. Ricklick, Ricklick, Ricklick. He'll, Ricklick. He'll be so, he'll be so pissed. You. I'm sorry, I'm Aaron. So, they I'm, don't know. Aaron, I'm so sorry. Ricklick. Ricklick. Uh, as well as Hunter the Dervish Derbage. Uh, we also want to thank Catagome Depth Denizens John Kenneth Gregorio, Zach McGee, Derek Haynes, Heather Kelleher, and Michael Bonani. Thank you oh, all Michael. very, very much. We're going to be doing more uh, Secret Project stuff release on there. For those of you that are already on there, you already know what the Secret Project is. It's taking a while to get through. It involves music. Uh, for those of you that aren't on there, you should get on there because it's fun and we put silly shit up there for you to enjoy. Thank you. Yes, thank you.
Um, I should probably read the credits now. Does anybody have anything else they want to say? All right, the finale of oh, yeah. uh, of the buffoon will be August twenty seventh, which is the last Sunday of August, and it'll be great. That's right. <clears throat> goodbye. Oh, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Ta ta. Titiyan. is Mr. Thomas Hodgkin, Mr. Andrew Kane, Mr. Andy Werner, and Mr. Ryan Whalen. This episode's story written by Mr. Wertner. Intro and outro music by Old Town Wake. All other music composed by Mr. Benjamin J. Robb. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes to support Rude Alchemy and gain access to exclusive content like blooper reels from every season. Visit RudeAlchemy.com slash support. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen. The demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural. Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E.com. Twisted Pulp Magazine.